Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, we go. We do a podcast on a Wednesday as we are moving through the week. Al Dukes, how you be? I'm not oh, Al Dukes. You're not Jerry. Al Dukes. Sitting in for Al today. Wire sitting in wearing his Sublime T-shirt. Yes, sir. Uh, this is where Al usually says, "Oh, hi, Jerry," and then he pulls out the stories that we're going to discuss. What you got? The stories you guys are going to discuss. What did you guys discuss yesterday? You want to do those stories? Hell, if I remember. <laughs> I will ask you a question though okay. that came up because I was away last week in Florida, and I only I say this respectfully, but you're a tattoo guy. Yes. You're not a crazy tattoo guy, but you're a tattoo guy. Explain to me this mindset. Tattooing your entire head. Because there was a guy at our resort who his face was clean, but he was bald. And he tattooed his entire head all the way around his neck to where my nine-year-old couldn't get his eyes off him. And I had to keep telling him, stop staring. staring. And then a head tattoo. It was a head tattoo, which has got to hurt like hell. Yeah. And then each arm was a complete arm sleeve. Well, I think like on like, that. What do we do? Like, what? I think that it what? used to be. Well, tattoos. Period. Used to be. If you had a tattoo, it was like, oh my god, that guy has a tattoo. Like it was like a not a stigma, One. but like if someone had tattoos, like even multiple tattoos, it was like you would say, hey, I saw a guy today with tattoos. So I think when guys start getting the neck tattoos, that's the that's the old that's tattoo. The new- that's the old, like, holy crap. Even yeah. as a guy with a tattoo, I see I a guy with, with a neck tattoo. I said, wow, that guy's serious. Yeah. The head tattoo, I thought you meant, I, when you first brought it up, I heard uh, uh, Gio mention the same thing, that you thought it was, because I have a friend. It's actually my best friend's little brother, who's like, you know, a almost 40-year-old man, but right. he's still a little brother. He's bald, shaves his head, seriously is considering getting the hair tattoo, the hairline. Really? Tattooed. 
So he had said this, and we were with another friend of ours. And, you know, I was like, yeah, do it. Absolutely. <laughs> of course. You know, and the other buddy was like, Bob, you can't, like, he seriously takes your opinion. You need to. So I told him, I said, look, as my best friend's little brother, I think you should do it. As my friend, no way you should do it. <laughs> so I don't know. He's seriously considered doing it. But, bizarre, though. But isn't yeah, it? the tattoo, like I said, it is. My father in law just got, he had a tattoo. Full head with, tattoo? Yeah. He got a tattoo with, he had a tattoo from years ago with his daughter's name okay. on there. So he got the other arm. He got a really nice one done up of all the grandkids' names. And now, you know, he was up and he showed me and it looks terrific. And he's talking about now fixing the other one. And right. I joked with him. I said, that's the gateway tattoo. Because there is a, like you say, I'm not crazy with tattoos. I would love to have a lot, you know, and eventually I will have. Like, I want to finish this arm, and I got to get one for There's it. no party that looks in the mirror and is like, what am I doing in my body? No, because I like them. You know, this tattoo I have is for my daughter, and now her name is now on my father-in-law's na- arm, too, so she brags that her name's on two right. people's arms. So now I have my five-year-old saying, Dad, where's my tattoo? And then I have a third kid, so I'm going to have to get his tattoo. I like them. Yeah, I do too. I just think there's a point where it gets a little much. Yeah. That's all. No, I mean, the head tattoo, I think that's a line. The neck tattoo. The head tattoo, tattoo, the one up the neck. The neck tattoo. There was a girl there at the pool. She was so pretty. I couldn't get past the tattoos all the way up the neck. I bet you could have. And into her. No, I'm serious. (laughs) It it, it looks stupid. It looks stupid. She had, I like the tattoo on the back of the neck. I think that's actually kind of cool if it's subtle. Yeah. I don't mean a big a block flower of ink. or something. Yeah, yeah, I think that's neat. But I, I don't care for the snakes the going side. up the sides yeah. of the neck up to her ear. She looks stupid. I, mean, I, she really I like the did. idea of pretty. being able to like go to a wedding and not have any of my tattoos shown. You know, like if I want to. Like I'm not you embarrassed by them, but I'm saying I can't. Right. Like I don't that's why I'm saying I wouldn't want a neck tattoo. My wife actually has her she works for a hospital and she's had tattoos and the a new company took over and they want the tattoos covered right during work fine but now she's in the like when we have to go places for you know events or she has and she has tattoo on her neck on it on her not her neck on the on her back of her yeah. you know between her uh shoulder blades and then she has a tattoo on her arm and she wears shirts she's like now am i I can understand them not wanting me to have them exposed when I'm dealing with patients. Fine. So she covers, you know, wears long shirts. It's not a big deal. I have to wear scrubs and no problem. But she's like, if I go to these other things, is it frowned upon now? You know, I've had these tattoos forever. Oh, I don't. See, I don't think so. I think it's very widely accepted now. I just hope so. Like I said, I think you get to a point where you've got way too many on your body. That's all. Now people do overdo. Well, that's like anything. Excess. Uh, That is the way we live. Yes. Yes. Everything we do is an excess. Yeah. So what else you got? Uh... What we're done with the tattoo talk? <laughs> I think so. I yeah. I mean, like I, I had that um in the back of my no, head. That was I a good. To that was a good. That was a good starter topic. That's a good starter yeah, topic. Yeah, got us rolling. I Let's see where we roll into now. Are you off next week too? Or are you with? No, me? no. I used all my. So uh, you're in next week. Yeah. All right. Cool. Because I'm here Tuesday through. I, I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little nervous about. So my wife has a um a shower. She's going a baby shower. She's going to yeah. I'm an old friend of hers. Uh, in Nashville, so she didn't want to fly alone. So I talked to Mark. I'm like, do you mind if I travel with her? Can I have Monday and Tuesday off? Um, so I had airfare for Tuesday coming home. I didn't think it'd be an issue. What well, was an issue? So I have to work Tuesday, oh, which is okay. fine. Mm-hmm. Total not. It's really not a big deal. 
So then I got airfare coming back Monday at 6 p.m. I'm so nervous, though, about the flight getting canceled. Getting back. Yeah, yeah now, theoretically. Not even canceled. What if it's delayed? Well, I don't mind delayed. As long as I get I back and I'm five, here. Five, six hours. Yeah. As long as I'm here by 5 a.m., mm. I don't care. Just, I'm nervous about getting back. Now I am too, Jerry. So now I have, and I haven't even canceled my airfare for two days. I flights home. So in case that one doesn't work. Days. Well, no, I mean, if I, well. You got to get back. I suppose, yeah. Yeah, if you don't make sense. it back, it's going to, if you asked for the day off and didn't but, get it and then don't make it back for that day. Well, it was an ongoing thing with him that we yeah. were trying to figure out a way for me, but he's like, I really need you to, which is fine. I, yeah. I really don't mind at all. I need uh, you too, Jer. But I, I hear you. You'd like to have two hosts, not one. Yes. I totally get it. Yes. But yeah, so that's cool. So you're here. And next Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I'm doing the show with Beningo. Is it? Okay, yeah, that was up in the air. Yeah, no, oh, that's, that's awesome. that was decided. Now, Love I've Joe. been here for 22 years. You've never done, we've never done a no, show? I've worked yeah, with guess... everybody. I, I mean, I was his anchor. Yeah, 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 but hosting. Never. Yeah, I've I guess I've produced Evan. quite a few shows with Joe, but it's been Joe and Evan, Joe and Geo. I right. think I did once, and, yeah. and then, yeah. But... I've worked with, I've done shows with Craig, with Boomer, with Evan, with JJ, I mean, you name it. Uh, I, mean, I feel like I've pretty much done it. Joe, now I'm even more excited for that. That'll be fun. Joe will be the first. I've uh. done shows with Mark Malusis and Rich Ackerman. Yeah. From the Kevin Burkhart. About Richard Never Neer. No, but I filled in for him once on a Saturday morning. Okay. Which was okay. kind of weird. Did you have to go down there? No, it was when he was still up here, <laughs> oh, actually. Okay. And something happened within his family. On, on, I'll never forget, I was at Sesame Place. Matthew was probably, Jesus, three maybe at the time. It was like two, yeah, it was probably about right, 2006 ish, 2007. So he was two or three. And we're at Sesame Place, and I was scheduled to just anchor on Saturday morning. And I get a call from Eric Spitz. Yeah, we need you to uh, host tomorrow morning. But bam. Now, at the time, I was hosting on weekends. Okay, so it wasn't, it wasn't a. Yeah, I mean, that's why when I started doing it last year, I was kind of pressed into it. But. When I started doing it last year, people it's like were like, riding a bike. Well, you know how to do this. I'm like, well, I did do it for three years, not you know, a long time ago. I just don't like doing it. And then you've been um, listening for the last, you know, doing your job at, at, with the mindset of a host, you know, having hosted before. Yeah, I mean, before. It's, you just get in, and you just do it, but whatever. But so Spitz is like, I need you to host. I remember thinking like, Richard Neer has not missed a Saturday morning in forever, and all of a sudden I'm going to go do 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. And I'm like, you know, what? we're going to keep it simple. We're going to have Sweeney on. We're going to have Ed Coleman on, and that's exactly what we did. Yeah, did, we did, did the, his show, the routine Richard Near show. Yeah. I got to be honest, it wasn't terrible. I remember doing a Richard Near. I produced his show on New Year's Day when I was a part timer, and you know that this was in Queens. Yeah. So there was no one, not one. The only other person in the building was Minko, right, and it was, sure. and I had to use not even like do a long bathroom trip. I had to pee. And I couldn't, I couldn't leave the board because you know Minka was the only one there. So yeah, I'm, sure. And then I ended up uh, calling Carlin. He was our Giants guy at the time, and I called him. On, you know, there was no text Can messaging. Can you do a spot, please? I called him on my crazy. Like, what are you calling me for? Do you mind? Those, do, do you miss those days? It's where we had the cell phone, but we didn't have all oh, the, everything else at our yeah, fingertips. Yeah, I think. It, I mean, there's no going back now, no, 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 obviously. I, I, but now that we've said. had it, but yeah, no. And I was, I was a long time. Like this is I have a uh what a Samsung six. Mm-hmm. My I, the Samsung three was my first smartphone. Like I was like late to joining that yeah, brigade. Sure. So was I. You know, and then so once but it is, it's like like look at Eddie. Eddie was the latest of any yeah. of us join and now he's he's on he's it all, all the in. time. Yeah. He goes it's, down he's got the book on tapes and I find myself being a hypocrite, like I'll walk down the street when we leave here today. Reading your phone. No, I won't read my phone. That's my thing. I'll have it in my pocket, and I'll be walking down the street looking at all these people reading their phone. I'm like, these people, it's pathetic. They're so... And I have goddamn headphones Why are you a hypocrite, in. then? 
because I got headphones in and I'm listening to my phone. Yeah, but that's a lot different. You're, that, I know. That's but a lot different than a guy that can't, can't I'm just stop saying texting the, as he's walking. The, no, no. that's. A, I, I'm saying not just the specific act of them. I'm just saying how tethered people are to their phones. Like, yeah. look at these well, people. Everything. Everybody's just on their phone, on their phone, and I walk with my head up righteously because my phone's just in my pocket playing in my ears. You There's know? something so nice I still about that, though. It, like, it bothers me when I get in an elevator and seven people are on their phones. Oh, dude, people are... I, when I go to the doctor's office with my kids, I don't yeah. let them use the phone. The baby, I'll let watch something maybe you know sometimes. I myself, but though? It's the new newspaper. It and is. I can't wrap my head and around And I've it, seen though. that picture of people on, like, the train all buried right. with their heads in the paper. Which makes sense because you're reading and we're doing the same thing. There's just, I don't know, there's something about it's, it. Well, it's more of a... Per because it, the difference, too, though, if, if you were in a news car or if you were in the doctor's office and you're reading the newspaper, the guy across from you is reading... Likely the same newspaper, right. so there's That's a relatability. You don't know the guy across from you and the doctor's office could be looking at porn. You know who knows what he's oh, on, on his phone, phone with. You know what sure. I mean? Oh, like absolutely. so, there's a different like aspect of you know. It's not like a who knows what's going well, on. We have a friend of ours. I should give you the link actually because your daughter's getting of age if she's not there already. Um, the apps that you got to look out for, like these secret apps. Oh yeah, that hide stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, it's, it's ah. frightening. It is like, because they're also vulnerable to it. They have like, no there's idea. Like a, there's a there's a camera app mm -hmm. that's a texting app, but the the icon is a camera, so that if your parents go in and look or someone wants to look, uh, you zip right through it because it's a camera. You open it, it's and texting there's all app. the texting. Yeah, oh, that's it's really. I'm telling you, man, it's bad. It yeah, it's really these bad. These phones are, you know, but like you said, it's. You have the convenience of everything on it. You do, and you do, no, we no do question. everything on it. You know, I mean, I have my freaking kids. They'll want, they'll want to watch like my two-year-old. Now he's seen Octonauts, the show we watch, yeah. on my phone for sure. I'll have it on the big screen TV, and he wants to watch it on my phone. I mean, mm. it just literally happened the other Bad day for the first problem. time. I'm just kidding. No, but it was. I was like, holy crap! Like he's. Like looking at the phone, going, I want to watch it on that. Like, and I'm like, but you got it's on a 50 inch TV. Why yeah. would you want to? But yeah, it's not quite the same. Something about these things. It's like uh, they're addicting. They, they are. are. They absolutely are. Yeah. They are. What else? So we got to solve that problem. Maybe on the next episode, we'll solve think about it. Solve the world's problems, me and you. No, we'll solve that problem. That problem. Specifically, not that's all of them. It's not a, a problem that's problems. going away. It's only getting it's only going to become more complicated. Imagine it did go away. Imagine if cell phones just all of a sudden every like the Well, have you ever thought all right, let me ask you this. Have you ever thought about as if you were a terrorist? Forget all the blowing stuff. I mean, that, that's brutal as we know. The most crippling, yeah. But could you imagine if our cell towers or the internet People was, wouldn't be able to get in their houses. Like legitimately attacked. Yeah, people wouldn't get right. in their house. Right, so there's a commercial. Have you seen the commercial with, what's her name, with Ellen about, I forget who it is, Samsung, whoever it might be, about how the house of the future, everything runs through the Wi-Fi. Is that good? Yeah, no, if, I no. don't think it is. I think it's good to supplement your home with it. Yeah. Like we have a, we have a friend of a friend, more Kim's friend than mine, but um, they're one of these where, so like when Blu-ray came out, was blue no laser disc was that the one that, that failed was laser disc one, yeah right so they're the type new technology comes we out it. we're going and buying it we're going yeah. to be online first we're going to have it first it's going to be the most awesome thing ever 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 and we're going to love it so when things are really good they're the first ones on it and when things are really bad they're the first ones to waste their money on it yeah so their home is kind of like that now when they're home uh, when they're away they look at every room on their phone they have cameras in every room which to me is spooky i like a camera here and there i don't need in every room that's, That's scary much. being on Wi-Fi because then someone can hack into it. Oh, 100%. When we bought so, our baby monitor, we didn't even, my wife bought one that was hard-lined. 
No, it does the video, oh, but it's hard-lined. It's so no Wi-Fi. They've got that. They've got the um, the $3,000 refrigerator. With the touch screen. Oh, and my you can God. Make list on it. It's, dude, it's too much. Yeah. Like, if their internet goes down, then what? Well, that's why I, I mean it hit me when I have I don't have anything electric in my house with that but I have the you know the automatic garage door open sure and when we got our uh, we put in new doors so we had uh, the keys to the house and at one point you know we had just the two keys and then I don't know what happened one of them oh no I do know what happened I lost it I, okay because when I crashed the car and then when I wow this is getting better when I turned the car <laughs> in I went and cleaned the car and I left the keys like oh, that sucks because the keys but then I realized all the other keys were on it right. so then at that point I was down to one house key you know uh, my wife had you know sure. the one house key so I obviously went and got copies made but I would come home from work to an empty house and say I don't have a house key. If I don't have power, I can't get in my home. And that's just from the, you know, because I have to get yeah. in through the garage door. Yes. Same thing, though. Like, if you don't have Wi-Fi, how are you getting in your home? Like, oh, it looks like you're not doing laundry. Can't open your refrigerator. You know, you're going to die. Wow. Uh, that's a bit yeah. extreme, a but I, I do understand what you're saying. Yeah. Pretty wild. So I'm trying to put this. Uh, so we had a podcast listener, and he's in, uh, heavily involved in security. Great guy. He sends me a Nest camera to put up. I finally got around to putting it up this weekend. What is a Nest Cam? Just one of the cameras? It's a, the, yeah, it's a, it's a cam. And you put it on your phone? I'm going to put it outside, yes, and you get the app <laughs> on your phone. Oh, is and it so, Nest like it's hidden? Nest, N-E-S-T. No, but so it's, no, but it's is a it, brand. Oh. You put it wherever you want. It's supposed to go high, but so where it can still see your property. Oh, gotcha. That's going up this week. I was going to put it up last weekend, except I, I don't know. I got back from Florida so late Friday night. Never yeah. got around to it. So this weekend, before I go to Nashville on Saturday, that's going up. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that's cool. I like the idea. Like a friend of mine has the door, uh, just got the doorbell thing. That's cool too. Because that's like you're saying, that's not, it's not. Not invasive. It's not, it's not supplementing either. He still has to open his door, but. Safety. You know, you can look at it and he can see if someone's there and it automatically chimes on his phone. That is pretty cool. We have, but there are people that will do every room and it's, I think it's neat to a point. And I don't mean every room, not the bedroom, but the family room, the living room, the kitchen. Outside the backyard, it's like, then it's got then it becomes a little obsessive. I think. Yeah, you know, I, mean, I would just think myself if I had that access, I'd be like, all right, what's going on in my living room? Okay, now what's going on in the kitchen? You all right, can, let's see what's. You can probably become obsessed with it. Yeah, I bet you would. Yeah, I now, don't... and that was the thing Al had in his apartment where he thought there was an alien in his apartment, and they slowed it down, and it was a moth. Yeah, well, that's not surprising. Yeah. It was funny though, driving home with him <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> so his girlfriend was staying with him this week, and. Every time she walked past the camera, his phone kept going off uh, because it was picking up movement. No one usually We moves. were driving home. The phone wouldn't stop. Oh, wow. It was an apartment, so you're up yeah. there. It's not like move your arm. You're it's in like the camera the shot. lights around here, and you got yeah, the sensor lights. So that's funny. Yeah, it was amusing, actually. Yeah, it's, like I said, I, I like the technology, but I almost feel like if someone has that technology, it's almost like a, a like a commercial you're watching. You know what I mean? It is. Like if you're at your friend's house and he's fucking or sorry oh, that was nice <laughs> but they're doing the list like on their refrigerator like i don't know yeah. i'd be embarrassed like if you're at my house and i'm like oh hold on i need milk jerry and i gotta yeah, put it on my list it's almost like but i guess it's gonna because then like now you look at kids kids are just like oh we gotta have that they don't get like we're like the last not to sound like fogies but we're like the last generation that 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 lived the other side. You know what I mean? Like right. we got our first cell phones in our twenties. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I was 18. Yeah. yeah. I think I was like, you know, I think About again, right. I was late getting a cell phone, but I was 20 something when I got, you know, so you are like, it's a weird, but we're getting into that point. Yep. Like what if everything's on freaking Wi-Fi? Like, yeah. You know, I was looking at a truck for Kim 
um, it's got Wi-Fi on the truck. Huh. I'm like, how does that you work? Gotta be. I have no idea. I don't, I don't understand. That. Who's the Wi-Fi? I don't know. I always see those I don't, commercials. It's built in. I don't know if that means it's a cellular signal that then projects the or is it your wireless. who's paying I have no for idea, it? Dude. Yeah, I my daughter know. sees that all the time. She's like, I, I said, I don't even know, understand don't know. what it means. By the way, that's the other thing: the monthly charge. Every goddamn thing that you get now is three ninety nine a month. This is ten dollars a month. Here's twelve. Next thing you know, you have bills for two hundred bucks a month that basically are nothing. And that's what's funny too, the right, way they, Carlin? They do that. Yes, they charge everything so like a couple bucks that you don't think. Like, okay, I could, you know, what am I, poor? I can't afford $4 right. a it's month. More, it's five more dollars a month. And then next thing you know, you have 12 of those things. And well, that used to be the thing that used to amuse me so much. Like with Craig, he would get on me for driving through Brooklyn. I'm like, dude, you, like you live around the corner yeah. in Manhattan. You walk to work. I'm driving to where if I take the Turnpike and the Holland Tunnel and the Turnpike home and this and that, it's literally $26 a day. Yeah. I have a way I can go. It's six more miles, not 60, not 16, six. And it's and you can avoid $6 it. and 50 cents a day. Uh, Why wouldn't I go that way? I know. And there's never any traffic. I know. I have that. I go through it every morning. I usually don't go that way because I worry about the GW. Like if I, I can yeah, sneak that, on that the bridge sucks, but I don't have to take it, but I right before it. So sometimes if they close it, I can't get to the West side highway right. from there, but I would save, but that's another thing. I mean, I know this is old news. There's a sign when I approach the Henry Hudson Bridge every morning. Easy pass, which I have, $2.80. Fair, whatever. If you don't have an easy pass, it's like $7. Yeah. I know. Like it's, they want you to it have It used to be, but it used to be somewhat, not that not it, anymore. it was cheaper. Obviously, it's always been cheaper. Not but anymore. I mean, that's more than double. Well, if you pay cash at the, the Holland Tunnel, it's $17 or $18 overnight. God. And then if you have the overnight easy pass, it's 11 So it's like $6, $6 different. Yeah. I mean, I got to get out of here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this was good, though, for really having nothing. It was good right up until the end there. I got to go. Okay. I got 10, 10 wins. You could have told me that before instead of just cutting me off. But I got to get out of here. So All this right. is where you say goodbye. So, Oh, the warm-up is coming up now. With And Al was here for that. So that's now. Do it again. See ya! It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. Hello, Wednesday morning. What is up, Al Dukes? How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Jerry, I was watching uh, Mets Indians last night. Yeah. I love this pitcher on the Indians. I mean, he got beat he up. He's an all-star. He got beat up uh, yesterday. Works this quick. Adam Simber is who I'm discussing. Oh, the reliever. Yes. I thought you meant Bieber. The submariner, got this it. guy. Yeah. I feel like we've gone years and years without submarine pitchers. Steve Ciszek. Who's this? He was on the Marlins, the uh, the Phillies. What years? And he pitches now. Oh. <laughs> so there's more than one submariner right now? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's a handful, sure. But back, not a lot of them, no. Back in the day, were you more Team Kenta Colby or Team Dan Quisenberry? Neither. You didn't pick either guy? No. That Kenta Colby was very thin. And he would throw the submarine. I, I think if I was a hitter, I couldn't hit that. Why? Because it's so awkward coming from down, from uh, very low down near the mound. There, how come more people don't do it? Exactly. Good question. It's like the knuckleball. That's really good when someone's good at it. Yeah. You know why I think people don't do submarine? Because at your level, Jerry, where you coach little leaguers, if some kid showed up. Not true. Not true. Submarine and balls. If, no. If he could throw strikes, I don't care if they throw really? the ball through their legs. I would know absolutely not. If that's the way they throw, let them throw. Yeah. 
No issue. Because that was very effective for Kenta Colby. I think a kid trying to be a switch hitter is very difficult. Yeah. Because the coach or the dad would be like, what are you doing? Turn back around. Right. But no, you throw the ball the way you throw the ball. Hmm. All right. So You seem like you'd be a knuckleballer. Uh, I would love to try the knuckleball. Because it have. feels like it doesn't. I have tried. I used to try it in wiffle ball. Right. But I never like. Well, the, you get wiffle ball, no. The broadcasters were never good at explaining the knuckleball. So I used to just try to. I would I would do it more like a shot put, which mm-hmm. is not anything. No, you got to throw it. You got to throw it with the knuckleballs. Did I, you see last night when they showed the Stephen Matt's knuckle curve? The knuckle curve? That I was actually kind of cool. I never actually saw what the grip was on that. And it goes. It's a knuckle curve. Knuckle curve ball. Yeah. I threw some knuckleball wiffle balls against your kids in the backyard. And they lit you up. Not really. They couple, lit you up. Couple missed ones. Well, yeah. You're not going to hit everything. Right. I have. I actually have that on video. Me throwing knuckleballs? You're getting embarrassed. How and old's Greg. your youngest son? Uh, now he's nine. He's nine. But that was probably last summer? Yeah. So he was eight? Oh, no, he was, he was four, Al. Uh, Eddie, you should have seen me knuckleball in this eight-year-old kid. Right down the middle. Dominating an Dominating eight-year-old. the eight-year-old. Then he did get a couple good swings on Yeah, me. whatever. That's fair. It was even. I call it even at the end of the day. Me versus an eight-year-old. It was pretty even. There you go. Reaching back to your past. He didn't get the best of me. I didn't get the best of him. Right. I still got to throw you up against one of my 15-year-olds, though. In real baseball? Yes. In real baseball. As long as you tell the kid he can't throw inside, because that I'm not no, interested he, in. No, no. He's going to claim the inside part of the plate. No. Oh, yeah. I'll back away. And by the way, he throws like three quarters. Yeah. Not quite sidearm. He's got a submarine. And his pitch tails in on a right hand. Oh, no. That'd be awesome. Give me a different game. I'll give you the jaw guard. (laughs) The Giancarlo Stanton jaw guard. I'll get you that. I'll even get you a cage if you want, like a screen over your face. Yes, I want one of those. This way you can just take one in the neck. (laughs) Do not have that kid aim for my neck, Jerry. Did you see Travis Darno the other night for the Rays? He took one in the throat. He took one off the thigh, the calf, and this was all in the same inning. Terrible. He took a foul ball off the throat? Yeah. They get bounced right into the throat. What happened to that guard? And he that stayed would, in the game. That would hang on. They are, most guys don't use that. Oh. And mm. the way he turned his head, I don't think it would have helped. Okay. Would have still got him in the neck. Yeah, and then he threw a guy out of first base. Do you make anything of this uh, soccer star Carly Lloyd? No. Kicking a 55-yard field He's goal? He's a professional soccer player. Yeah. She can kick. Right. So why don't we look for more soccer players? If they can put the ball through the uprights, take anybody. I don't care who they are. Absolutely. Yeah, she kicked a 55-yarder. Nice. And looked pretty good doing it. Like, she had good form. She's a professional soccer player. Right. Why wouldn't she look good kicking the ball? I don't know, because it's a different... It's oblong. It's not circular. Oh, Jesus. There used to be soccer-style kickers in the NFL, where they would kick, like, off the side of their foot. They're all soccer-style kickers now. They are? Am I missing they something all kick here? Off Mark the Mosley of... retired like months, uh, years ago. So yeah, they... there's, there's no head-on kickers anymore. They all kick soccer-style. Get lost. Do you means... watch these games? I do. They that don't show close-ups. You, you go from the side as, as opposed to going straight But in. they're kicking straight toe. No, they're into... not. No. They're kicking Nobody off the side of their foot? Over... Yes. I'm going to need to see videotape. I'm not joking. I need to see video tape of this. Who Next, was the last dead-on kicker? Was it Mark Mosley, would you say? Might have been, yeah. Next thing you're going to tell me, they're still barefoot. He kicked in the 80s. That they're still barefoot no, Tony kickers. Tony Franklin's not around anymore. <laughs> Why not? Wow. I don't know. He probably still kick. I don't I don't know. Did those barefoot kickers kick dead-on? Or they kicked on the side of their foot, side too? Side of the foot. Side. 
Are you saying... You would break your toe. Are you saying that currently in the NFL, I know guys line up... Every single kicker kicks with the side of his foot. I know every guy lines up to the side. They're not... They're not lined up dead on to the where the holder is. They're coming from that angle. They're not kicking straight on. No, on the kickoff, I believe they are, but I am not I don't, even hundred percent. I, I don't even think that's true. This is blowing my mind, really? as the kids say. Wow. Okay. So you thought they kicked toes up? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Okay. Toes up. In fact, I thought that's what the coaches yelled at them. Toes up. No. No, I don't, I don't think that's something that happens. When you go out there, toes up, let's go. All right, so uh, what do you think then, Jerry? Can we get some Yes, anybody that soccer can kick stars. the ball through the uprights. Okay, I'm that in. you'll take. I got kicking is brutal. Don't yeah. the Jets need a kicker? They do. Let's bring in Carly Lloyd. There you go. <laughs> She's a gold medalist or champion of some sort. She's a champion soccer player. Champion soccer player. Uh, Saquon Barkley sat down with something called Uproxx Media. They do uh, blogs and things like that. Yeah, they have that. a website, yeah. They have a website, which two I... Two X's, I believe. Which I frequent. Yes, Uproxx is two mm-hmm. X's. I uh, enjoy the With Leather, pod, uh, yeah, not podcast, what do you call those, Jerry? Websites? Blogs? That sort of thing. He sat down with Evan. He says he wants to play Connect Four versus Rajon Rondo, who evidently is also good at Connect Four. Would you watch this? Connect forward between two. I'm still athletes. trying to process the fact you think kickers kick with their toes. <laughs> How would they not? Um, no, I would. I would not watch that. And like Al, the no. with leather is that a reference to the Chris Berman? It is. Okay, it's a reference to uh, Chris Berman uh, picking up chicks in a bar many years ago. Is that true? Yeah. What's he, the reference? He supposedly uh, there was a, a gal in a bar with uh, leather pants on, and he just all confidently went up to her, grabbed her by the side, and said, "You're with me, leather." Really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that. That's what it's in reference to. But they, they have terrific uh, stories. Great content. And very good content. Yeah, yes, they actually great do. Content. Um, Connect Four is a weird thing to be really good at. Well, it's like the Rubik's Cube, though. Some guys are really good at that. Yeah. That I'm more impressed with. And me too. Connect Four is a game. Connect Four is a game, which I'm sure once you know like you're supposed to use the middle slot first, then... There's tricks to it. There's tricks to Just it, like, right. As silly as it sounds, even like uh, tic-tac-toe. Yeah. There are certain tricks you can goat people into. Like you get them, get them in a bad spot right? to where you get them trapped I two always, different ways. I always like to go first and I pick the middle. No, you pick the square. bottom corner. Bottom corner? Just saying. So if you and That's I play. That's a rookie mistake taking the middle. Right. I mm-hmm. knew it. The rookie mistake. Everybody thinks takes the middle. You know what you'll do? You'll tie. Yeah. You want to win, corner. I feel like I'm pretty good at connect four. I'd like to take on Saquon Barkley. We should have had one out at Giants camp. Well, Connect if we four. would have had this story two weeks ago, you could have played Connect Four with Saquon Barkley on the air. Oh, imagine I would have beat him. And then him. you would have forced people to watch you. Right. And then imagine if I beat him in Connect Four. Is he good? Isn't yeah, supposedly he's very good. Yeah, I would probably take him. At Connect Four. Yeah. What would be your childhood game you're really good at? Jenga? Wiffle ball. Yahtzee? Then play Yahtzee. I liked um Headache. Shoots and ladders. Shoots and ladders. Very good roll on the dice. <laughs> Candyland. Uh, yeah, that was okay. Candyland. Yep. Candyland was, was good. That was a classic. But I, it wasn't, we're gonna take a break before Mark comes in and kicks <laughs> us out. <laughs> it wasn't. Uh, a, when we no, come back, why Woody? This is Giants news. It's uh, yeah, coming up six o'clock. Boomer and G on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. 
the superheroes of WFAN. Here we go. Late loss last night for the Yankees in Oakland, while the Mets did beat the Indians last night 9-2, remain two out in the wild card race. Al, what else you got? Jerry, the uh, Jerry Jones versus Zeke Elliott continues. Yeah. Want to hear his response yeah. to Zeke not being happy? Yeah, so he made comments saying Zeke who, joking after a preseason game, right? Zeke who. <laughs> So you can see they're joking. Uh, Ziku. And then we heard that uh, Zeke and his agent felt it disrespectful. And Jerry said this. Look, I've earned the right with Zeke to joke. Period. Right. I've earned it. Then it continues just a little so, longer. Have you guys had any conversations since then at all? No. No. Okay. But let me be real clear about it. I've earned that right to joke. And then if you watched the Jalen Smith press conference last night, which you didn't, um, you don't know that. There was really what time did it start? <laughs> that was a ten oh five press conference. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, he was. If you read between the lines, there were a lot of comments that you could read there. Really? Like, like, Shut up. Take the cue from this guy. Right. So it was pretty good. What does he mean? He's earned the right to joke because he's, he's had his back every step of the oh. way and every misstep. And the guys had a lot of them. A lot of missteps. So if he wants to have one little joke, zip it. If I want to bust your chops. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that really was nothing, by the way, right. if you watched it. And he did laugh. He did. It was a big joke. He laughed and laughed. They even said at one point, ah, we got you on TV doing that. Ha, ha, ha. Right. Okay, whatever. Do you think they worked let, this out, Jerry? I would Jerry? let him sit the entire year. You would? Yes, sir. I would not sign him. Your running backs are sort of interchangeable. Listen this hour what? and every hour until 6 p.m. today and again tomorrow. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f- yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.